2: She's number 3,421. Yep, that's where E. Jean Carroll's book is ranked on Amazon. E. Jean. Uh, she's the strange bird who was all over CNN and MSNBC a couple of weeks ago, claiming that she was raped by Donald Trump a long, long time ago. Uh, and the more she talked, the nuttier she sounded and less believable she became. But that didn't keep the people at those two networks uh, from putting her on in prime time. Meanwhile, Molly Hemingway and Carrie Severino released a book a couple of days ago about the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. It's called Justice on Trial and had almost 5,000 pre-sales. It's ranked number one on Amazon. And guess how many times either of them have appeared on CNN or MSNBC? How about zero? And they haven't been asked. It might be because the media don't come out looking too good in the book. And it might be because the people at CNN and MSNBC were rooting for the lies about Kavanaugh to be true. And by the way, CNN and MSNBC may not want to talk to Molly Hemingway, but we do because she's scheduled to be right here on this radio program next Tuesday. Meanwhile, in other news, uh, Sunday is probably not a good time for you if you're in the country illegally and have been asked to leave. ICE is going to be rounding up immigrants who are here illegally and have lost their cases that were heard by a judge. Something like uh, 2,000 families are going to be affected by this. Uh, Not a good weekend for them. Of course, the Democrats think this is terrible, and their friends in the media are hoping for lots of pictures of babies being ripped out of their parents' arms, people being chased down the street, maybe being roughed up by ICE. That's what they're hoping for. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to someone about what ICE will be trying to accomplish, how they're going to do it, and how it may look. And how it might be a good message to other people, you know, who are uh, out there thinking about sneaking into the country and maybe staying here after they've been told to leave. That's called an illegal alien, and uh, they are going to have a bad weekend. And we come back, we are going to talk to somebody who uh, knows all about that and thinks it's a good idea. Stick around.
0: Don't you know that-
2: the League of Moon Township and the construction of a Miracle League athletic field. The fields are designed to make it possible for kids with special needs to play sports. Every child,
0: no matter what the situation, deserves a chance to be able to play, to compete, and have a place that's safe, takes care of needs, that's organized. This will be the fourth Miracle League field that will be built. Now we got four places to be able to travel, so it broadens the whole interest of sports. It's just terrific for a community to do that.
2: There's a buddy system. Them, i thought was pretty impressive what's that all about
0: Kids with special needs have a buddy a, a child who's in school it's like having an older brother or sister involved with you so it's really good and that everybody has human dignity of being able to participate
2: the website is miraclesinmoon.org check it out and let's help make this dream a reality hey rocky thanks and uh, we'll be talking hey. to you again about this project appreciate you coming on to talk about it thank you for having me all right man take it, it. easy thanks. rocky right, Blyer, and we'll you. be right back
1: What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, a warrior is more than a team name. Here, at their fully accredited K-12th grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, a warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. A warrior is challenged to learn as they develop a strong work ethic, achieve academic excellence, and cultivate a lifelong love of learning. And a warrior is trained to lead through Christian character and integrity so they can impact the world for Christ by their example, wherever God calls them. So, are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School, a fully accredited K-12th through grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors
3: are made at ourpcs.org. That's O-U-R-P-C-S dot org. Summer is here and so are the bugs and other pests. Don't let your home or business be overrun this season with unwanted intruders. Forget about throwing your money away on those harmful toxic chemicals. This season, plug in pest free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug In Pest Free. This summer, turn your house wiring into a hostile environment for rodents and other unwanted pests, effectively driving them out the safe, humane way without the use of toxic chemicals. Designed to last for years, it will save you a ton of money. Our best seller, the Plug-in Pest Free Pro, covers up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. The Pro comes with a 20% discount when you use promo code SAVE20. That's promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. Order yours online today at gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray in regret, plug in and forget.
1: Warning, property protected by electric fence. Sharks sighted in water. Warnings are truly handy. Bridge out. But you may not always get a warning when it comes to threats to your identity or the personal information on your devices. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection includes Norton Security for even more protection. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help detect identity threats, like your personal info for sale on the dark web. And Norton Security protects up to five devices from ransomware and other online threats. Plus, if you have a problem, our agents will work to fix it. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but having someone looking out for you... Warning, minefield ahead. ...will help keep you out of danger. Join now and get 10% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com and enter promo code Tittle. That's promo code Tittle for 10% off. Lifelock with Norton, More detection more protection
4: for victims of drunk and drug driving our grief is unique but you are not alone mad is here to help call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877 mad help or visit mad.org that's madd.org
0: the john Steigerwall show am 1250 the answer well this is not a good weekend for you if you're an
2: illegal immigrant who has been told by a judge to go home ICE is going to be very busy this weekend, rounding up illegals. It's a controversial move by President Trump, but it's, uh, you know, enforcing the law. Jessica Vaughn is Director of Policy Studies at the Center for Immigration Studies, and she's here to tell us what to expect. Jessica, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So I I guess the the first question for you is, um, uh, how do you think this is going to work this weekend with ICE and uh, trying to round up all these illegal immigrants?
4: Well, uh, ICE has a target list, if you will, of people who have um, who are deportable, have been ordered removed by an immigration judge. They've had their day in court. They've had their opportunity for appeals and they have been asked to present themselves for removal and they basically ignored it. And so it's time for ICE to go knock on their door and tell them that they are going home. Um, So the reason this is important is that we still have this crisis at the border where people believe that if they show up with a child, they will be allowed into the country and allowed to stay indefinitely. And that is uh, that is not good for our communities. It's not good for our legal immigration system. It's causing lots of problems, and we need to put a stop to it. And it's dangerous for the migrants. So it's important that we address this crisis, and this is one way. So the messaging is very important here, but it's also important that we enforce our laws. They don't mean anything unless they are enforced. And if people aren't going to comply with them, then Congress has given ICE the tool of arresting people, putting them in custody before they get put on a plane back home. Uh, and, and, you know, they're really putting themselves in this situation by ignoring all of the opportunities that they have had to leave on their own or come forward and be sent home at U.S. taxpayer expense. And now... ICE is going to show that it means business.
2: So uh, you said that they think that they're allowed to stay. Um, um, Do they think they're allowed to stay or do they think they can get away with staying, which are two different things?
4: They think that they will get this notice to appear in immigration court that they can either just comply with until the judge says no or just ignore and nothing will happen to them because that has been the situation up until now. Uh, uh, but, the re- you know, now it's time to actually make immigration laws mean something. And I agree that the Trump administration needs to make this change, that, um you know, the law does not allow people to stay, but we, our system has let them stay. And it's time to change that, because otherwise, we are just going to have a constant, huge stream of illegal immigration. And our communities, you know, that's just too big a burden on our school system on taxpayers and so on and not to mention a slap in the face to people who come here legally mm-hmm. after being sponsored by a family member or an employer.
2: Our Democrats so not
4: like we're hurting for immigration. We you right. know, we need to enforce our laws, not ignore them.
2: Our Democrats who, who are given immigrants uh, instructions, you've seen them uh, on the in the media. I think Nancy Pelosi included and giving them instructions about how to deal with ICE uh, encounters, uh, and then uh, how to avoid being removed. Is that, is that oh. encouraging them to break the law?
4: She is, and, and that's really shameful. First of all, it's disrespectful to the men and women fra- of ICE who are putting their lives on the line to go out and enforce the laws for us as Americans and for legal immigrants. Um, It's disrespectful to them, but it's also, uh, I think, really uh, absurd that she is uh, broadcasting her support for people who have broken our laws in this way and is showing such contempt for legal immigrants and for the rule of law and for the interests of Americans who are harmed by illegal immigration.
2: And how much does ICE need the help of local law enforcement uh, in this situation, and how will sanctuary cities affect the success of this thing?
4: Well, I think for this particular operation, ICE does not need the assistance of local law enforcement agencies. They're going to be telling them maybe where you know they might be operating just so as a courtesy so that those law enforcement agencies are aware. But I think in the sanctuaries, ICE has to have a genuine concern that some um, loudmouth mayors or city councilors or politically minded police chiefs might tip people off and that puts their officers at risk. So, you know, I think that they may in certain places not give so much um, attention to what they're doing and, you know, they don't want to tip people off in the neighborhood. They don't, they don't want to be ambushed or, um, you know, become targets for protesters or others trying to make a scene. They just want to do their job efficiently and uh, make sure that no one gets hurt, that people's privacy is not violated, uh, that, you know, children aren't frightened and so on. Um, You know, they don't really want attention to the individual immigrants that they're, or I should say illegal aliens that they're arresting or to their officers, but they do want people to know that they are going to enforce the law. And I think most Americans are are pleased with that, not opposed to it.
2: What are the optics of this going to be like? Are we going to see um, video of, of people being led away or... You know, being dragged out of homes, I, I, that that can't work too well for the Trump administration if you if there's a lot of ugly pictures, regardless of whether people agree with whether it should be done or not.
4: Well, I, I trust the officers of ICE to do their job in a professional way. Uh, I think that they are going to be courteous, but firm. And I think there are probably also going to be some advocacy groups, you know, chaining themselves to doors or fences or vehicles or whatever, trying to make a spectacle of this whole thing mm-hmm. ought to be embarrassing for them. Um, I hope no one gets hurt. But I, I think that, you know, much as we have seen with police body cameras, if people are videotaping this, they're going to find that ops- ICE officers know how to do their job uh, professionally and Humanely, but they are going to do it, and so you know it may be the protesters and activists and uh, that that look silly when it comes right down to
2: it. We're talking to Jessica Vaughn, she's director of policy studies at the Center for Immigration Studies. Um, So, what's more important here, Jessica, um, the actual numbers of people who are going to be removed, or the message that's going to be sent to the people who are still here?
4: Well. for me, as someone who um, has studied how important it is to enforce the laws and, I'm, and I've studied the, the cost, both in fiscal costs and public safety costs of illegal immigration, I think it's important, you know, how many people actually get removed. But I know that the messaging is an element because of this crisis at the border. So I think that's why they are making such a big deal of it. Uh, you know, in terms of announcing it in advance, um, that they they want to make sure that people in Central America and South America and Africa and Asia hear what's happening. Also,
2: what's the the truth about the detention centers, and are they any different from when Obama was president?
4: No, they're certainly no different than when Obama was president. Um, they are not the same environment as you would find in a county jail or a federal prison or something like that. They are, um, they are clean. They are well stocked with clothing and um, classrooms and activities and um, doctors and nurses and therapists and teachers and others to care for people while they are in custody. I've visited one myself and seen it. Um, it's kind of like, I guess, a group home situation is the best way to put it. And so they will be well cared for while they're in custody, but it's going to be a short stay uh, because ICE is going to make every effort to send them home as quickly as possible.
2: So, uh, I mean, um, the P- kids in cages, we keep hearing about that. Um, oh, no,
4: these are not cages. They, they will be like in a dorm. Or somewhere they would go for, you know, a retreat or something like that.
2: Well, we've seen pictures of kids behind what looked like, I wouldn't call it a cage necessarily, but it's being portrayed or called a cage by people in the media. But there are pictures of kids in large numbers in inside of a enclosed in a fence.
4: Yes, those are... Um the facilities that the border patrol has for arriving illegal aliens um Mm -hmm. so if if kids or families arrive now they're going to be held in custody by the border patrol and the border patrol put those um that fencing up within the facilities because they wanted to protect the kids and the families from the criminals and unrelated adults that were also in custody so that's, that's a different thing when they're arriving, you know, in, maybe in a remote area. Mm-hmm. They're there for a little while um, while the Border Patrol processes them. But after that point, and it, they're either released or sent to a, um, a facility that's run by the Department of Health and Human Services. But the ones who are leaving to go home in this operation will be in a very different type of um, uh, facility.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to confuse you with what I, I was actually ask, asking about the the ones on the border and and how they've been oh, portrayed oh. and how accurate that is. Sorry about that.
4: Well, uh, I think there it, that there has been some hysteria about it. You know, I, um, I I think there's been a lot of exaggeration and a lot of conflicting stories. And um, but the the pictures there. I mean, as I said, the the, the the chain link barriers that were put up within these facilities were for the protection of the kids. Mm -hmm. And these kids were sent by their parents, usually to come to the United States in the, in the custody of a a criminal smuggling organization. So they may be housed in what looked like some kind of (laughs) rustic, isn't the word, some very um, cold facilities, but it, you know they are safe and they are cared for to the best we can. They get medical attention. They get food, clothing. Uh, Border Patrol agents donate toys from their own children. Uh, people bring food and uh, um, and other toiletries over for them, and then they're eventually put into HHS facilities. But frankly, the numbers have gotten so huge now because of of the, the catch and release policies that they are very, very crowded, that's for sure.
2: And how many how many families will actually be targeted this weekend uh, on these... Uh, is RAGE the right word?
4: Not really RAGE. I would call it you know, more of a sweep. Okay. Uh, ICE likes to call them an operation. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I have heard, they were, are going to be targeting um, no more than 2,000 individuals who are all part of families that have been um, told to appear for removal and have not. They've been ignoring um, both the judge's order to go home and also ICE's notice to appear for removal. So that is why ICE is going after this particular group at this time, because they recently arrived. They went through the due process that we gave them. A judge said, you're simply not eligible to stay. It's time to go home. And they haven't
2: done so.: I know you're not a, an ice um, um, you're not you're not working with ice, but I, I, so I don't maybe it's an unfair question, but how are they going to do this? I mean if I'm one of these people who I know and I know that I've been told by a judge I got to get out and I'm not leaving and I'm and somebody has told me or I've seen on the on the news that they're coming after me, wherever they think I am, I ain't going to be there.
4: Well, I'm sure that's going to be the case with some of them. Um, but on the other hand, ICE has known, has had this target list for a long time, so they probably know where some of them are going to be. Okay. Um, the fact that they're talking about doing this on a Sunday is interesting. That means that they are probably going to arrest entire families. Um, one thing that uh, a lot of people haven't realized is that the family detention spaces that exist that ICE has now have been emptied out in anticipation of this operation oh. so that ICE would have somewhere to take them. So they, you know, they have a plan. They know the addresses that they're going to. They're expecting to find at least some of them there. I mean, I, I think it's I think that since it's families are probably less likely to take off and flee than, say, an MS thirteen gang member might be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that they're going to find a lot of these people. I think I think some of these individuals maybe don't believe that ICE is actually going to come for them,
2: that yeah,
4: they're probably going to have advocates by their side demanding warrants and making sure that ICE has all of its legal I's and T's dotted and crossed. And there are going to be lawyers on hand to try to file motions to reopen cases and do all kinds of other things to kind of gum up the works. But the reality is that ICE has the authority to arrest these people. They've committed a felony by, not, by failing to appear for removal. It, they may have criminal warrants for all of them.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And so I don't think there's much that these advocacy groups can do other than make fools of themselves.
2: I have about 30 seconds left. Jessica Vaughn, Director of Policy Studies at the Center for Immigration Studies. Just real, really quick if you can uh give me an idea of what you think how this is going to play in the media Sunday night or Monday or whenever this whenever this happens and and we start getting reports of what uh, ICE has accomplished or not accomplished.
4: I think you know I I think a lot of journalists are, you know, practically salivating at the opportunity to um, take what they think are going to be incendiary pictures mm-hmm. of ICE doing its job. You know, they're hoping that they're going to be wearing jack boots and, you know, pounding <laughs> down doors. You right. know, that's not the way, you know, maybe that's going to happen in some situations if there are criminals that they're looking for, but I, I think it's not going to work that way. Um, that ICE is going to quietly arrest people, that they've got, you know, car seats for their vans, and they're going to just give them a chance to collect their belongings, Um, but they're going to be prepared for resistance. And um, it's not, you know, I think most Americans and legal immigrants want immigration laws enforced, even if it's against families. And I think what the mainstream media doesn't realize is that people are okay with this. I think it, you know I need to do this.
2: It'll be interesting to see, Jessica. Thank you very much for taking the time on short notice. Appreciate it. My pleasure. And we'll be right back. With S R N News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Tropical Storm Barry is churning towards the Gulf Coast and is expected to hit Louisiana either late tonight or early tomorrow with torrential rains. National Hurricane Center Director Ken Graham says the storm will bring a hazardous combination of high winds and slow-moving rain bands. Even though the storms will move fast along these
1: rain bands, the rain bands don't move once we have this north movement. So even if you're 50 miles away, even if you're 100 miles away, even 150 miles away, wherever these rain bands set up, even into Alabama, you can see the threat for tornadoes. You can see the threat for
2: these flooding rains. A storm surge warning has been issued for Lake Pontchartrain and eastward to Biloxi, Mississippi. Another record close for the Dow today, as the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up by 243 points to close at 27,332.
0: The NASDAQ rose 48. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain too at relieffactor.com. Dennis Prager is looking at the future of North Korea.
5: If Kim Jong un will give up a lot of his nuclear capabilities and in some way lighten up his totalitarian rule, because flattery from the President of the United States goes a long way, then let him flatter this barbarian.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The answer.
1: Are you tired of your old and drafty windows and doors? Pella offers three lines of vinyl, a fiberglass product, and various lines of wood. So we have gorgeous new windows and doors to fit your needs and any budget. You deserve Pella quality. And for a limited time, get $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest. Yeah, we can do that. Call 888-77-PELLA, Pellapittsburgh.com. Are you worried that the next market downturn could rob you of your wealth and your security? Are you concerned that your lifetime may last longer than your life savings? You don't have to be. For over 30 years, Gary Hunt has advocated for strong retirement principles, helping families in Allegheny and Westmoreland generate more income while protecting their retirement funds. And Gary now offers retirement-minded savers and investors a free book so you can better understand what it takes to structure a more stable, secure, and confident retirement. Call Gary Hunt and request your copy of Income Allocation. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Community Bank. City Mission. Number One Cochrane. Highmark Stadium. Peters Township Community Center. Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full-service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion, Nello Construction, the choice for business. See the projects,
0: begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
5: Here's a look at your traffic. 79 outbound barely moving from the Parkway North Merge to Wexford. 28 outbound barely moving from the Parkway North to Delafield Avenue. 28 inbound delays between Butler Street and Chesno Street. 65 outbound, that's jammed, Eckerd Street to the McKees Rocks Bridge. Eight outbound is jammed between 28 and Butler Street and in Mount Lebanon in a crash on Route 19 and Abbeyville Road. I'm Ann Evans, and that's a look at your traffic.
0: AM 1250, the answer, weather.
5: Clear skies and comfortable. Tonight there'll be some patchy fog around overnight, low 59. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and nice start to the weekend,
4: high 86 partly cloudy tomorrow night there can be a stray shower late tomorrow night and
5: very early sunday morning low 67 Then the rest of sunday sunshine and some clouds pleasantly warm high sunday 82 degrees with your weather forecast i'm meteorologist danielle niddle
0: the john steigerwald show am 1250 the answer and now it's time for the jerk of the week starring john steigerwald well, we could call this
2: the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez Award of the week because she probably could win this thing every week, but uh, she wins this week, and uh, she wins for having. Uh, well, she she's a little upset with uh, Nancy Pelosi for what uh, Nancy because Nancy Pelosi is picking on her. She she apparently believes um, she said she's talking about comments about uh, the group of freshmen. In Congress, the uh, very progressive wing, and she says, but the persistent singling out, it got to a point where it was just outright dis- disrespectful, the explicit singling out of newly elected women of color. There you go. The women of color. Uh, that's uh, what uh, Alexandria didn't like about the uh, comments from Nancy Pelosi, so... Um, and she, bought, she was asked then, do you think uh, Nancy Pelosi is racist? She said no. Uh, but anyway, uh, this annoyed other Democrats, including William Lacey Clay of Missouri, who happens to be black. This is what he said about what she said. What a weak argument because you can't get your way and because you're getting uh, pushback, you resort to using the race card. Unbelievable. Unbelievable to me. And here's another interesting thing. Somebody named Sycat Chakrabarty, who happens to be the chief of staff for um, for Sandy Cortez, this is what she he had to say about moderates uh, last uh, month so at some point in June. New Southern Democrats. He said they're like, the moderates are like new Southern Democrats who are hell-bent to do to black and brown people today what the old Southern Democrats did in the 40s. So this guy is actually out there saying that Nancy Pelosi wants to go back to Jim Crow and not let blacks ride in the front of the bus. This is the kind of stuff that's being said by the chief of staff of this moron who shouldn't be anywhere within 100 miles of Washington, D.C., much less be in any kind of power inside D.C. in Congress. So our Jerk of the Week for this week, and maybe possibly for many more weeks between now and the end of the year, and a strong candidate for Jerk of the Year at the end of the year, Alexandria Overrated-Cortez. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by
1: Windows R Us. Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com.
2: So, uh... What do you think of that jerk of the week? And uh, if you have any comments on it, I have no guests. Uh, well, nobody lined up for this next rest of the segment. So if you want to give me a call at 844-302-1250 and comment on it, go ahead. Um, but uh, Alexandria uh, overrated Cortez. It's, I mean, I think that, as I said uh, in the jerk of the week segment there, that the constant Uh, falling back on depending on pulling out the race card uh is uh, as actually beginning to get on people's nerves and it's it's losing it i think it's lost its effectiveness a long time ago i think the word racist uh has been used and overused so much that it's it's lost its effectiveness and uh and the the constant use of the race card from people like uh alexandria um that just makes it um Harder for the legitimate cases to be made because p- people are going to just begin to dismiss claims of racism because everything is based on race. I mean, Alexandria uh, is, you know, the, if the bus is late, she blames it on the fact that she's a person of color. And at some point, just shut up and, uh, and deal with the legitimate issues. But if you keep pulling it out as much as you do, it's just it's nobody's going to pay attention and shouldn't, by the way. So then we come to this. Do you know who Bob Johnson is? He's the uh, CEO and the founder, co-founder of the Black Entertainment Network, BET. And um, he came out the other day. Now, he he supported Hillary Clinton in 2016, um, or 2018, yeah, 2016. And he said um, that... um, he, he can't support the Democratic Party now because it's moved too far to the left. Now, uh, Bob Johnson happens to be black, and so he's saying that he's not happy with the Democratic Party, and that's you're not allowed to do that, apparently, uh, because he's being trashed by a lot of people, um, people of color uh, who happen to work in the media, especially, and trashed by um, people who are not of color, I guess, too. But um, this is uh, a piece from Karen... That's uh, Karen, as in C A R R O N J Phillips, and he says in this piece at the uh, Shadow, um, what's it called? The Shadow Lake, um, which I'm not that familiar with. I've heard of it, but don't I don't read it a lot. Anyway, um, he the headline is: We shouldn't be surprised that Bob Johnson's praising Trump again. So Bob Johnson had the nerve, as a black man, to say that uh, Trump has been doing good things for the black uh, community uh, with uh, unemployment being as low as it's lower than it's ever been and all you know all those numbers so uh, this guy Karen J. Phillips says um, it's always disappointing when our history makers pander to people who've never cared for us see us there is not uh, us is everybody every single black person is us according to Karen Phillips you're uh, um, Bob Johnson apparently is no longer part of us because he had the nerve to um, support somebody that the Democrats don't support. Uh, Johnson has always been held with high esteem in the black community as the co-founder of BET the first black-owned company to be traded on the New York Stock Exchange, the first black majority owner of an NBA team, the Charlotte Bobcats, and the first black person to crack Forbes' billionaire list. He was the man. So it sounds like a pretty successful guy there. He's been able to be successful despite, by the way, being a person of color. He's been able to succeed. Uh, But Bob Johnson said, The Democratic Party, in my opinion, for me personally, has moved too far to the left. Uh, Johnson also told CNBC that he was concerned that there were no compromises between Democrats and Trump because to him their quote is really no give or take in terms of trying to come to an understanding of how best to run the country. Uh, That's a quote from Bob Johnson. And Karen Phillips, uh, he writes, As if bargaining with a white supremacist who hasn't shown anyone respect is even capable of bipartisanship. So... Donald Trump, uh, I guess you go back before he became president, for the time that he ran, like for the last three and a half years, it says here, according to Karen Phillips, has not shown anyone respect. Nobody. Forget the fact that he's a white supremacist, because that's, you know, everybody knows that. But he hasn't even shown any white people respect, because it says right here, he hasn't shown anyone respect. So he couldn't possibly be capable of bipartisanship. Uh, But when you think about it, Johnson's words shouldn't be that alarming, given that he praised Trump just last year by claiming that the president's economy has been good for African-Americans. This is what Bob Johnson said. You have to take encouragement from what's happening in the labor force and the job market. When you look at African-American unemployment in over 50 years since the Bureau of Labor Statistics has been keeping the numbers, you've never had two things, African-American unemployment this low and the spread between unemployment among whites and African-Americans narrowing. So Bob Johnson had the nerve to say that and say that that's a good thing and give Trump some credit for it. But... uh, Karen Phillips, he doesn't want to hear about it. Mind you, the unemployment rate for black people was on the decline under Obama, uh, blah, blah, blah. It was down to 7.8% when Trump took office. Uh, Johnson, who supported Hillary Clinton in 2016, also claims that he met with Trump after the election and was offered a cabinet position but turned it down. And that that would be amazing because uh, uh, Trump is a, a white supremacist. So why would he possibly, as a white supremacist, offer a black person... A uh, spot on his cabinet. You just don't do that if you're a white supremacist. And uh, Karen writes, It's funny how America has a way of reminding you that you're black even if you forget. Johnson's situation is reminiscent of two other older black men that were once and still are by some held in high regard in the culture. In the culture. What is the culture? Who gets to decide what is quote unquote the culture? Is it uh, whose culture? Is there only one? I don't get that. Ben Carson and Jim Brown, they, of course, are also no good anymore. Uh, Carson, the former world-famous neurosurgeon. All he did was make, uh, make uh, world news for what he accomplished as a neurosurgeon. He used to be someone we proudly touted as he was a trailblazer in the medical field, becoming the first person to ever successfully separate conjoined twins. But all that changed when Carson started to demean black people with his words and actions after taking a cabinet seat with Trump transforming himself from a Black History Month linchpin to the president's favorite, House Negro. You knew that was coming. I've had an opportunity to interact with racist people throughout my life, and he is not one, Carson told Fox's Laura Ingram just a few months ago. And then uh, Jim Brown. He isn't like Jim Brown either. Last year, Brown reminded us who he always was when he made public comments supporting Trump and criticized black players in the NFL for kneeling in protest, leading us to remember his long history of domestic abuse and violence against women. Now, he's right about Brown having an issue with domestic abuse and violence against women, but kneeling in protest had nothing to do with leading you to remember that. Why would that make you remember that? And Jim Brown said, I should be criticizing Trump on every level because he does certain things that call for criticism said Brown on the JT The Brick Show on Fox Sports Radio. But when I look at television, I see all these announcers become experts, and they're pointing the fingers, and they're not doing a doggone thing but pointing their fingers. I find myself really pulling for the president. Now, that would make me very unpopular in the black community, very unpopular with a lot of Americans, he said. But I think there are certain good things that are coming out of this presidency because we've never seen anything like it. And then this guy, Karen Phillips, writes, It's often been said that age comes with wisdom, but in the case of Bob Johnson and the likes of Ben Carson and Jim Brown, they've proven that seniority doesn't always adhere to sensibility, just as youth is often wasted on the young. So Bob Johnson, Ben Carson, and to a lesser extent, Jim Brown, three ridiculously successful black American men, they are... No longer accepted by this guy, Karen Phillips, because you know what? Sounds like they might have gone off the plantation and he doesn't like it. So what are you going to do? The guy's the founder of BET, a billionaire, bad guy, said something nice about Trump. We'll be back right after this. and storms have done a number on pittsburgh homes and businesses this is john stagerwald if you've had damage to your roof windows siding or gutters and downspouts you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge all you have to do is visit windows pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers with over 50 years in home remodeling windows R us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs siding gutters and downspouts doors and, of course, Windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Why pay twice as much with other companies? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windows or us pittsburgh.com Mention Stag for an additional 10% off at windows or us pittsburgh.com That's windows or us WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Windows Proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday right here on the John Steigerwald Show. uspittsburgh.com. A couple of weeks ago, we had Rocky Blyer here to talk about his work with Miracle League in Moon Township, Fields for Athletes with Special Needs. Jim Leland, the Pirates' former manager, is also involved in that project. Jim, thanks for being here. Great to be here, John. Great to talk to you. Tell me about the Miracle League of Moon Township. It's just a great thing for these kids, and it's a wonderful opportunity for people to
0: participate. Some people are a little less fortunate than others, and I think it's just a great opportunity for people to volunteer and to help out and put a smile on somebody's face.
2: I've seen the field that they put out in Upper St. Clair. It's amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable the way they construct these things. They have the ramps and everything for the kids. It takes a little
0: stress off the parents. I think it's what Pittsburgh's all about. It's just a great thing.
2: It'll serve Montour, West Allegheny, Moon, Sewickley, Weirton, Steubenville, Beaver County, and surrounding Communities. So, approximately 100 to 200 children will be eligible to participate, and it'll also serve adults with special needs. So, it's a great cause. And if you'd like to see how you can help, maybe donate some money. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org. Miraclesinmoon.org. We'll be right back. Hey, it's John Steigerwall. So, the people at My Pillow said, "Hey, John, can you try out a My Pillow and let us know what you think?" I was skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow, but what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost: interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. So I'm letting you know you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but you know what I mean. Your own my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60 day money back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10 year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10 year warranty? You can toss a my pillow pillow in your washer and dryer and it's like new again try doing that with your pillow and see what happens get a two-pack of my pillows premiums for 69.98 that's only 34.99 per pillow which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or tv this offer is only available at mypillow.com or call 800-716-8087 use promo code stag are you
0: overwhelmed unable to think clearly or sleep well at night or just trudging through each day but not really enjoying your life. I'm a counselor with faithful counseling, and that feeling of distress can sometimes be because you're wrestling with a problem that seems too big or too impossible to overcome. Other times, people are consumed by a past hurt. I'm part of a network of Christian counselors, fellow believers, trusted therapists who share your faith. We want to give you a free week so you can try us out. You can begin a conversation with one of us by text or phone, even video conferencing today. Are you ready to shake this off and begin enjoying your life? If it's not for you, cancel during your first week and you'll not pay a dime. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. It's time to talk to someone who can help. Go now to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. It's so easy to get started, and your first week is free. Go now to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Well, I've been telling you for the last few months about the uh, Miracle Athletic Field and Moon Township, uh, the Miracle League Athletic Field out there, and... um, We want to give you a little bit of an update on how that's going. We had Jim Leland and Rocky Blyer on earlier to talk about it. This is uh, Mike McGulick. He's the president of the Miracle League of Moon Township, and he joins us now. Mike, thanks for being here.
5: Thanks for having me on again, John.
2: So let's uh, just give me an update on where we are with the Miracle League of Moon Township.
5: Yeah, the playground, I'm sorry, the uh, building permit was issued. Uh, We have the majority of the earthwork done and they should be pouring foundations uh pads in the restrooms over the next uh week or two so a lot of progress since we last talked obviously it's never as quick as you want it to be but we're happy with uh where we're going to be uh coming into the summer
2: but uh what about the uh so the playground will be um not finished till 2020 is that what i'm to understand
5: yeah, that is correct. Spring, uh, this coming spring. We're on we the fundraising right now. Uh, we, don't, we don't have the money to complete the playground at this at this time, but uh, we'll continue to fundraise. We have a lot of great support, and the community likes the project, so we're confident we'll get there in time to have the playground up for next year. And
2: I understand, too, that from the last time we talked, that uh, one of the big problems is restrooms, um, uh, the bathrooms for the kids. Uh, because they are, they need to be specially equipped, and and that uh, is an issue now.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. It's not necessarily an issue for the Miracle League of Moon Township when when we get it up and going. But you know, anyone that has a disability, the ability to be able to use a restroom has always been difficult. The additional acts and the laws have made it a lot easier, but everyone's been in the restroom and. You see how little space there is or little accommodations are made for individuals with disabilities. So that is an issue that I think will always be ongoing for the community, but it's something that uh, we can make a little bit easier for everybody.
2: And um, tell us a little bit about what, when the playground is finished, what it'll be, what it'll look like.
5: Well, the playground will look like a... Uh, crash on the moon so you have half of it with martians and you have with us the uh astronauts from there the surface will kind of be painted like that so that's what it'll look like uh you know so if you look at the playground as planes fly above and look down on the playground it, they're probably thinking man we're really high because now we're above the moon ah. but uh, at any rate but it's, you know, it'll be updated with ramping systems and different things so that individuals that have probably problems with their mobility will be able to get to the same spots that everyone else uh, that easily can get to through climbing nets or ladders or, you know, or jumping up and down. So it, uh, it'll be mir- miraclesinmoon.org. We have some pictures of it. Oh, but, okay. you know, really we're just using people's imagination right now you can think of uh what it would look like if uh everyone lived on the moon
2: miraclesinmoon.org that's where the pictures are
5: That's where it is correct on the front page
2: Yeah and so i get it i think moon township looks like the moon it, it took me a while to get it but i think that's it right
5: No uh, they taught you well in birdland
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what? Just uh, before we go, just uh, a kind of a, uh, an update on where, how the community's been reacting to this, and if you're pleased with it.
5: Yeah, we're obviously very pleased with it. Uh, you know, all of as we talked before, all of our funding is coming from you know individuals, corporations, or local foundations. So, obviously, you get to the point where we are now. It is great community uh, involvement and excitement, and we have a lot of people that want to volunteer. We're still a little bit short to get everything done here for Phase 1, but uh, we're confident that the community will help us reach our goal as we... I think we talked last time, or maybe we didn't, but our board is funding all the administrative costs. So any donation from anyone goes directly to the construction of the field, slash playground, slash restroom.
2: And uh, w- once again, where can people donate?
5: Miraclesandmoon.org backslash donate but if you go onto our web page there's a donate page or there's a brick that you can click on just like every good nonprofit, we do have ways for you to be able to donate once you come onto our website
2: well mike uh, as always i uh, wish you good luck with this project we'll, we'll be uh, following it and you
5: keep us updated okay i will thanks for all the support and pittsburgh thanks for helping
2: okay that's uh, mike magulik he's the president of the miracle league of moon township and uh, we hope you uh, donate and help that uh, cause out. We only have about uh, 40 seconds left here. Uh, we've just finished our first year. On July 9th, it was one year we've been doing the show. Erin Byrne, the producer, and uh, she did such a terrible job that I fired her, so she won't be here after today. <laughs> Actually, she's going on vacation. Uh Uh, to the south of France, I think. Uh, She's leaving here uh, tomorrow, and she promises she'll be back a week from Monday. But I will try to survive next week without her. Great year uh, working with you, Aaron. Thanks. Have a good vacation. And uh, I will be back here on Monday. And don't forget, next week we have Molly Hemingway. She'll be on talking about her best-selling book. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you, talk to you, ends on
0: Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM-1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.